Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here and I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting with George Abreu today. Uh, a new friend of mine, a new partner of mine in, in some capacities as well. So super excited to do business with him, super excited to have him on the show, introduce him to you. And I just had this thought before I started this episode today, let's have some fun, like, let's have some fun, you know, I mean, sometimes you, you crank things out, you're doing projects, you're working, you're, you're having a conversation, and you want it to be excellent. But you know, the most important part is let's have some fun, right? So I hope that you enjoy listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy watching this episode. However, you decide to watch Elevate, but I appreciate you being here. And I'm super grateful for that. I'm super grateful for the opportunity to speak with you, to learn something new today, to distill some wisdom, some greatness out of Mr. George Abreu, and perhaps, you know, light a fire within you and inspire you for something greater, inspire you for what is possible within real estate, without, you know, outside of real estate, you know, within your life, you know, developing and designing a life that has no limits, right? Because the first step is to give ourselves the, you know, permission to do so. The second step is to really put it into action and to transform as an as a human being, to transform our mindset, to transform our perspective, to transform how we approach, you know, our daily lives, whether it's our habits, whether it's our, you know, it's our tactics, it's our strategy, uh, or it's the words that we use, or it's how we lead ourselves, it's how we lead other people. So uh, let's have some fun. I want to have some fun today. And I think we will. But I also think that we're going to take it to another level, because if you're ready to do that, today's the day I want to welcome you back to the show, where we sit down for mind expanding conversations with influential authorities in real estate, as well as top experts in other industries and disciplines. This is for leaders, entrepreneurs, real estate investors who have a burning desire to be extraordinary. If you're listening to this show, I think I have a, you know, an understanding and, you know, really insight that you are looking to be extraordinary. You have a burning desire for extraordinary. I know I do. And that's what this is all about. It is our mission to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. We will distill the mindset the habits, the routines, the systems, the tools, the strategies, and so much more from Georgia Abreu, who is absolutely elevating to a life without limits, so that you can do the same or even more for yourself. Of course, you know this, this is a masterclass for leaders and those looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through personal growth, real estate investing, other ventures, and most importantly, and ultimately in their lives. If you appreciate what we are doing, my team and I are doing within Elevate, we would certainly be very, very thankful if you subscribe to the show, if you give us a rating or review about what is it that you're taking away from the show? What is it that is really impacting you? I want to share with you a couple of recent reviews that we've gotten. One says, simply the best. Elevate is a game changer. Tyler is a great host, thank you, and packs in a ton of content into every episode. If you're looking to grow in business and personally, I highly recommend you subscribe to this podcast. So thank you for that, Travis. And I got another one actually, uh, McKenna Capital says, elevate your game, outstanding. If you wanna elevate your game, make sure you don't miss out on this podcast. Tyler is a great host, thank you again. Packs in a ton of motivational content, both on a professional and personal level. Tools, tactics, and techniques shared are very relevant to helping you grow your business and yourself personally, I highly recommend you subscribe to Elevate Podcast. So if you get an opportunity to take 
15, 30 seconds to go give us a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. Again, I would like to thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. You know, we do this for free. And the only thing that we ask from you is that you share this with someone else and really, you know, spread the message, spread the word that you don't have to live a life that you just tolerate. You don't have to live a life that says, man, Monday's here again. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do what I'm doing. But guess what? We get to choose the conditions of our life. And what we are all about on Elevate is about creating, it's about choosing those conditions, about creating those conditions through personal professional growth, through real estate, through, you know, thinking bigger, through expanding your mind, through bending reality. I mean, all these different amazing things we talk about. So I want to encourage you to utilize the, all the resources we have available to Elevate Nation. Uh, go to elevatepod.com where you can really access so much of all the, you know, the show notes, the tools, everything that we have to offer. If you, uh, if we ever mention, hey, we'll put a link in the show notes, just go to elevatepod.com. Every single episode has its own list of links and ways that you connect with our guests and all these things. Of course, you can also engage further on the Facebook community page, Elevate Podcast Community. So go check that out. And uh, of course, like I said, I just want to reiterate, if you're enjoying this, share this with a friend. You know, all you have to do is send a quick text message or, you know, let someone know the next time you meet with them. Hey, I'm listening to an awesome podcast right now. It's called Elevate. So uh, we're super thankful for that. It's about one person at a time. If you've already shared, we appreciate that. Just do it again if you don't mind. And uh, with all that said, I want to introduce you to George Abreu. George has been investing in real estate for over 14 years. He started in single family and small multifamily properties. He has also wholesaled over 200 plus properties. He's fixed and flip over 100 properties and developed several new construction projects, over 8 million in ground up construction. For the past three years, he's solely focused on large multifamily properties. He is currently an active and passive full-time multifamily real estate investor, and he has 1,720 doors and growing on the GP side, as well as 1,400 doors plus on the LP side. He currently has over 850 doors in our contract. Who knows? Some of this is obviously rapidly changing. He's a fast-moving guy, so we'll have to get the update there from George. Um, you know, but he is also the CEO of Elevate Commercial Investment Group. What a name, what a name for a company. So kudos to, uh, to George and his team for an amazing company name. And uh, we'll have to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I, he also owns a construction company, JNT Construction, that focuses on helping multifamily investors with their full renovations. He's based out of Dallas, Texas, and currently owns properties throughout Texas and Oklahoma. And he's also open to other areas of what as well. And I know that he is expanding in other states as well uh, from personal experience. So his strong points are locating deals, due diligence, executing CapEx, raising equity. And check this, his goal is to reach 10,000 doors by the end of 2021 by creating strategic partnerships and implementing the proper systems in place for scalability. So we're definitely gonna be talking about scalability today. Uh, he's also focused on growing his network and locating more code GPs, more partners, more passive investors, and also clients for his construction company. And he's always looking forward to adding value and helping others reach their goals. So that is a, it's a beautiful way to start this conversation. So please enjoy this very insightful discussion with George Abreu. George, welcome to the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? 
Doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. And uh, I got to lead us off here with, all right, your company name is Elevate Commercial Investment Group. You're on Elevate Podcast. Is your mind blown right now, first of all? And uh, second of totally, all, where, where did it come from, man? Where did Elevate come from? Um, you know, we were just, uh, I was just starting to dig in into multifamily. And I thought about, you know, what, what do you do when you're a multifamily investor and you're acquiring these properties? And the word just elevate kind of came up, you know, we, we come in and we elevate the community, we elevate the, the living of the residents, we elevate the returns of our investors, and it kind of just, it flowed nice. Yeah, no, Makes I sense. couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's funny that you say all that, because to me, that word is so multifaceted and so multidimensional that, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think you and I probably have so much in common as we see that. And one of our, like our tagline for our company, CF Capital, is elevating communities together. And <laughs> it's exactly what you just said. You know, we have an opportunity to not only elevate our own financial capacity and, you know, our lifestyle as a result or and the partners that we, you know, collaborate with. But we also have the opportunity of making a difference in a community and within a community and perhaps even more opportunities for folks who work on site or who work, you know, administrative or whatever. I mean, there's so many different points to this. So I love that. But tell me a little bit more and tell us a little bit more about who is George Abreu as a man like behind the bio behind the public image and all these things. Man, behind all that, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty simple. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I, I love my family. I love spending time with them. Um, I like sports. Any free time I have, I'm with my family or playing sports. Um, nothing too, too complicated there. So what sports, what, what, what kind of sports do you play? Basketball, for sure. Um, I love football. A little harder to play, you know, a, a simple pickup football game. Um, mm -hmm. But probably those two are my, my go-to. Yeah, you're speaking my language. Uh, I'm a huge basketball guy, um, huge basketball fan. I played growing up and still a big fan today. I mean, is there anything that you like when you study sort of the elite athletes or when you, you know, admire elite athletes, is there anything that you try to sort of, you know, apply to your life or to your business just from studying those those folks absolutely man i mean i i think there's something magical when you and i've been starting to teach my daughters this um you know when you have let's use football as an example you know patrick mahone um in a game-winning drive and he's got everything against him and he's driving it down the field and to take it and score there's so much pressure on that one person, you know, the team too, but especially the quarterback in that position. Um, and when they succeed, it's just, it's, it's crazy. So, so how do you, I mean, learn there. you think about, I, I totally agree. I mean, you think about pressure, like whenever I watch, you know, if I'm watching Super Bowl, or if I'm watching NBA finals or, you know, world cup or Olympics, you know, you think about those pressure moments. I mean, like, how do you, how do you operate within pressure? I mean, do you train yourself for those moments? Do you visualize or how else do you take those learnings and how do you really elevate within those moments yourself? You know, I have a vision board back here and, and whatnot, but I don't necessarily, you know, vision myself um, going through and, and, and succeeding. Um, but I do make sure that I have the right mindset at all times. Um, you know, uh, no matter how stressed I am and how many things are going on and I'm going to kind of keep my level the same. 
and it drives my wife insane <laughs> because, <laughs> um, you know, and you can tell when she's stressed out and, and she shows it and, and whatnot, but, um, I'm constantly checking, checking myself and just making sure that, that I've got my mind in the right place. Uh, because without that, forget it. You're already, you're already lost. This episode of Elevate is brought to you by CF Capital a real estate investment firm that focuses on acquiring and operating multifamily assets that provide stable cash flow, capital appreciation, and a margin of safety. Our team, including yours truly, leverages its expertise in acquisitions and management to provide investors with superior risk-adjusted returns while placing a premium on preserving capital. Our mission is to provide property investment and asset management solutions to help investors maximize their returns by investing in high value multifamily communities. To learn more about future opportunities, visit cfcapllc.com. Again, that's cfcapllc.com. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And one, I, I talk about this quite a bit, but it's equanimity. And I don't know if it's what you're describing is equanimity. It's like, you don't let the lows get you too down. You don't let the highs get you too far, you know, sort of off the path. So you're staying in the middle, right? So you're always composed. And do you, I mean, sports and just sort of your background and your love for sports, I mean, does that sort of delineate into how you sort of keep that even keeled mindset? Yeah, I mean, it, pretty much, you know, you can't let the emotions get to you um, in a game and, and in a high pressured situation. So that definitely transfers over, um, you know, you can't panic. You, you've got to uh, keep your mind straight and, and um, you know, take action, but don't don't panic. You know, chaos sometimes uh it, it causes us to lose logic it causes us to you know reduce our level of thinking and i know that especially in this business i mean there's always challenges there's always pressure and there's always you know even in a high stakes negotiation or even if you're just doing due diligence on a deal or you're just operating a deal or you're just you know you're delivering on a, on a business plan there's always pressure right and so i couldn't think of a more important skill to develop and hone in um, but also when you think about what you're doing, you know, you're talking about scaling pretty significantly and it, and it's, you know, I would imagine, you know, what you've got to do is continue to elevate as a leader and really share these practices with other people and still this type of practice within, you know, other people on your team. Is that sort of the approach that you're taking now as well? Absolutely. I like how you threw elevate in there too, by the way. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, I'm all about, uh, leading by example. And, and if I'm, you know, out there and my emotions are all on my sleeve and, you know, I'm not saying you've got to be a robot about things, you know, you definitely have to celebrate your wins and, and, and whatnot. But, uh, when the chaos happens, you, you've got to be prepared. You got to check yourself and, and make sure you're in the right mindset. Yeah, no, I, to I totally agree. And so let's talk about mindset because, you know, like what Tony Robbins says is that 80% of your success in anything is the psychology, you know, 20% is the mechanics, 20% is the strategy. So, I mean, how else do you invest in your own mindset? Because the way I look at mindset is, all right, it's the incoming information. It's the programming that we've had, you know, over the first few decades of our life. It's the environment we surround ourselves with. It's the people we speak with. It's the podcasts we listen to. It's the books we read. But how else do you condition your mindset to be elite and to be a high performer? And you mentioned most of it there. Um, you know, I, I take out all the negativity. Um, I don't watch the news. I don't, I only consume, I'm, I'm very careful of what I consume, 
um, and I'm aware of of those things. I think a lot of it is is not being aware and kind of just then um, you take it in and then you start talking within yourself and and, and talking yourself out of things and and whatnot. Um, you know, as far as maybe like daily practices and things like that, um, I don't have like a set. You know, I, I I work out every morning. I think that helps um, just get my energy levels up, um, ready for the day, and then. I definitely plan out my days, but as far as mindset, um, I just know if I'm consuming something, it's something positive and something that's educational. I mean, even the, you know, we talked about the only other thing would be sports. And if I'm watching sports, I still feel like I'm getting a little bit, I'm getting something out of it just because I'm watching those moments and, and somebody being that success, successful at such a high level. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, one thing that I'm glad you brought up fitness and just investing in your own fitness on a continual basis, because, you know, I learned recently, and this is something that, you know, I've been committed to for many, many years myself is remaining physically fit. But, you know, I, I and I don't know if this is the exact quote, and I actually don't recall who even said it, but he says, today's business leaders treat their bodies like elite athletes do. And, you know, it's interesting, because I was convinced several years back that if I would commit, you know, on a higher level, you know, from a fitness perspective, that my mind would work better. And so, you know what I said, that that actually makes a lot of sense to me. I want to think clear. I want to be, you know, I want to have more energy. I want to be able to communicate with other people. I want to have more presence. But what else do you get from fitness yourself? And, and you know, what sort of tactics do you, I mean, obviously you you lift weights, you run, I mean, you play sports, you know, what else would you point to that's been important for you? energy level for sure. Um, and confidence. I think you kind of mentioned that, um, once again, you don't want to, you want to have the right mindset. You want to feel confident. Last thing you want to be thinking about is, Oh, I should have worked out or I shouldn't have ate that or, um, or whatnot. So, so there's that aspect. And then, you know, the other thing that really drives me to, to stay fit and healthy is, um, kind of goes back to my why, you know, my why is my family and I'm doing all this hard work for them, if I'm not going to be here for a long time, because I chose not to be healthy and fit, it just seems counterproductive. Yeah, I mean, there's there's literally nothing you can lose by going and getting a great workout in or thinking about what are you putting into your body or, you know, what habits do you have, you know, physically or mentally and all these things. And, you know, you think about longevity, right? You just talked about longevity, you just talked about vitality, you know, how can you how are you showing up not only for, you know, being a leader, or being a, you know, a visionary for your company, you know, you got the book traction behind you, we'll probably probably talk about that being a visionary being an integrator. Um, you know, you think about your the impact of neurology, as I mentioned, so there's just so many different benefits, right, to investing in your physical health. And it's interesting, because you look back in like the 80s and the 90s, early 90s, and, you know, most business leaders were not that way, but it's totally sure. shifted. And um, I don't know, I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just an enlightenment to a certain degree. But what's your what's your theory? I don't know. I mean, it, it's definitely shifted. I agree. When you look at a, a lot of the highly successful individuals, they they do take, take care of their their bodies. I'm not sure what made that that shift, man. I, I would I would say probably the awareness and, and people realizing that it's an issue, you know, you got to take yeah. care of your body. Yeah, we have more information today. And I always say, you know, information is not power, it's potential power. So it's a matter of how are you applying it? You know, like now we know how harmful smoking is and how harmful fast food is and all these different things and sitting is the new smoking and all these things. So it's a matter of how are you applying that? How are you taking action on that? So, you know, I want to go back a little bit to mindset, we're talking about mindset. 
um, you know, just in terms of your equanimity, how you approach sort of managing your emotions, whether it's times of stress, or it's times of failure, challenge, but talk to me about the mindset required to scale. I mean, you're talking about, you know, over the next year, right, you want to, you want to grow to 10,000 units, 10,000 doors. So what mindset is required to make that happen? I mean, you got to be willing to accept it one, <laughs> you know, that you can do it. Um, you have to have, I believe an abundance type mindset as well. You know, it can't just be all about you. I'm a strong believer that you can elevate all, you know, everyone around you as well. It doesn't just have to be you, especially in the, especially with, with multifamily real estate. I mean, it takes, uh, takes a team to take down some of these properties, especially the larger ones. So, you know, one is, is no, I can get there. And then two is, is make sure that I'm building the right relationships to get there and that, um, I'm giving when I can and, and knowing that, um, it's going to kind of just lift everybody. Yeah. You know, one thing of that, that I think is almost the most important and, and mo many people may have glossed over this moment, but it was about the belief, right? It's the belief that that type of goal is possible, right? Cause sometimes you, you set a goal like that in your, your survival minds to say, look, come on, man, are you kidding me? Like, that's not going to happen. You know, so I'm sure you've had to fight through that and you've had to attach references. Perhaps you've looked around and said, look, others have done this. So it is possible. Um, is that maybe what, what process did you go through to acquire that type of belief? Yeah, one for sure, you know, looking at, uh, others that have done it, that that's, that's, that helps for sure. And then kind of just going back through my own track record and some of the things I've done and knowing that, okay, well, you know, if I've done that much in that much time, I'm only getting better. So I should be able to multiply that. Yeah. And it's not a linear growth. It can be exponential, right? You think yes. of the, you yes. think of the hockey stick growth, you think of, you know, quantum leaps, which is really what you're talking about is making a quantum leap. So giving yourself the belief that it's possible and then coalescing the resources to do it because it's never, you know, it's never a matter of resources. It's a matter of resourcefulness. And so I'd love to know, you know, because a lot of people complain about, Hey, you know, I can't find any good opportunities. You know, I can't find the deals that make sense. So how are you navigating this environment and, and not saying I can't, but here's how, and here's why, and here's what I do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's easy to say you can't, right. It's, it's easy to just say you can't and, and, and get stuck in the com comfortable. So, you know, I'm trying to live in the uncomfortable right now. Um, especially now you got to be willing to do the things that others are not willing to do to find deals. You've got to put in the work, you know, it's not going to get handed to you. And the deals are there. You just, obviously it's a hotter market. On top of that, you got crazy things going on everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, there's obstacles for sure. But when that's the case, then it's, it's kind of just only so many individuals are going to be willing to do that extra work. So if you're one of them, then you should reap the benefits of it. So give us some examples of what are others not willing to do that you are. And obviously being uncomfortable from a conceptual standpoint, no doubt, I can totally see that. But in terms of, you know, growing to 10,000 units over the next year, you know, which is what is that another 7,000 or so from where you kind of are ballpark wise. Um, so what are folks not willing to do that you are willing to do when it comes to finding opportunities from in the multifamily investing space? You know, for one, I'm, I'm not willing, I'm willing to pretty much approach anybody as far as co-GPing and um, partnering on deals. No one's too big, no one's too small. You know, I just got rejected yesterday from, from a big group, but um, that happens, right? You know, the rejections come. But so that's one. And then another is, is kind of uh, something we do is, is we do some cold calling and, and we 
try to um, go direct to to sellers on deals. You know, we have great relationships with brokers and, and they do a great job of, of doing that themselves. But at the same time, with as hot as the market is, I think uh, to find those good deals, you may have to bypass them sometimes. No doubt. And I would imagine that your background as a wholesaler in some ways has led you to be able to funnel and find opportunities in a more creative fashion. And maybe I'm making the wrong assumption, but is there any no, strategies you, you that you it. take? I mean, yeah, yeah we, we took those same strategies from, from single family and brought them over to multifamily um, and noticed right away that not a, not a lot of uh, investors were doing it. And I mean, I know why it's, it's, you, you know, a lot of the calls are, are horrible and, and you've got to make a lot of them to, to actually make something work. Uh, so I get it. So have you, have you developed a wholesale sort of strategy that, you know, a member of your team is kind of, you know, taking and running with it? Or are you involved in that as well yourself? At the, I mean, at this point, I'm not involved with it. You know, we've got our, our team works on it. You know, I may step in if, if we get somebody that's got several properties and they want to sell and, and whatnot. But um, I'm not physically cold calling myself right now. Yeah, got it. Got it. So the wholesale strategy, and obviously you don't have to give away the keys of the kingdom, but it, I mean, I would imagine it's a, it's a form of, you know, you got some mailers going out, you got some cold calls going out. Um, you know, you're, you're kicking the tires. I mean, is there anything else to point to that's sort of low hanging fruit for folks who are willing to be resourceful? Reaching out to vendors, um, property managers, um, insurance agents, um, any vendor around multifamily and, and, you know, finding them, ways to bring value to them and then just letting them know, Hey, you know, if you hear about somebody that, that looks like they're in a situation, they need a sell or, or whatnot, you know, think of me that that could help. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's uh, one of the most important things in this business. As far as I'm concerned is just that ongoing long-term relationship networking, right? Mm -hmm. It's top of mind. It's staying in front of people. It's adding value to other people. It's depositing way more into the relationship than you ever withdraw. I'm always like hesitant. like, I don't ever want to withdraw. Like, you know, at some point I'm sure we will, but let's make sure it's mutually beneficial. And right. so I love that. I mean, it's an old school approach, but that's the way that, it, you know, it works at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, multifamily is kind of old school in a, in a sense, some of the things. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So talk to me about your team. I mean, you've, you, you've continued to grow, um, but what does your team look like now? And what do you envision it looking like over the next 12 months as you scale? You know, right now we, we continue to add more team members and, and getting more role specific versus wearing so many different hats. So right now we've got acquisitions. That's all they do is acquisitions. We've got equity raising. It's mainly all they do is equity raising, um, asset management. That one we're still working on separating a little bit more. Um, it's probably one of the next one of the next steps, and then kind of continuing to grow from there. You know, investor relations and and kind of building out every function versus trying to wear every every hat. That's kind of when the ball gets dropped in certain areas. And being a leader of you know really two teams, right? You know, two different organizations. I mean. Do you have any crossover there or is that two separate teams or how do you, how do you approach that just out of curiosity? For the most part, they're, they're, they're separate, but I mean, we, at the same time, we work together on things too. Um, you know, if, uh, if Elevate's acquiring a new property, then J&T is coming in and helping with the due diligence and uh, the CapEx. And so not in the sense that um, someone in our construction company is going to go do acquisitions for multifamily, but um, they, they still do work together. So 
how is new develop? I mean, are you guys doing any ground up stuff right now? Um, first of all, and then I'll ask my second question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we we wrapped one up right before COVID hit. Um, it was a two hundred and four unit um, multifamily property, and then we have another land development we're working on now. We haven't started going uh, vertical with it yet. We're getting ready in a couple of weeks to start doing the horizontal. Okay. Okay. Just curious. I mean, from your vantage point, what has changed in new development multifamily since you got started in the business? Man, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, obviously pricing is always changing, but, um, and then COVID even threw another wrench in there and, and, uh, really drove up the lumber pricing and whatnot. Other than that, you know, the, the different uh, building materials, the, the push for more affordable housing and how kind of the battle with the city officials as far as uh, the building materials you can use and then the builder, developer wanting to build something for affordable housing and there's a need for affordable housing, um, those two are kind of not aligned in a sense, um, but there has been more of a push for, for that affordable housing. Some other unique things, you know, there's been the, the build to rent now on the single family, um, you know, building a, a full development of single family homes to rent instead of sell, which is, is interesting. No, I appreciate that. It's always, you know, things are always changing, right? Like they say, change is the only constant, right? So it's just a matter of how are you adapting with that? So I appreciate you sharing some insights there. If you were to ask yourself or look back and just say, all right, hey, younger self, here's some advice. Here's some advice that I would give you, you know, sort of embarking on this journey, whether it's new development, whether it's acquisitions, whether it's building a team, you know, all of these different things that you've really, you know, given yourself the opportunity to stay in discomfort and grow. But what would you tell your younger self? How far back? <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. Um, before I even started business, I would, I would tell myself how important relationships are. You know, there are, there are some individuals along this journey of life that I met that I could have probably built a better relationship with. That's one. And then as far as real estate goes, I would have definitely told myself to, to skip the single family and go, go straight for the big stuff. Hmm. The importance of relationships and don't be afraid to go big, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, I graduate, I'll, I'll do this, and then I graduate to the next level, and then I do this, and then I do that. And, you know, how many years could that take, right? So give yourself the opportunity to believe that big is possible, and then go out and be resourceful. Because the question, you know, that I ask, that John Azraf asked, that Tony Robbins asked, that everybody asks, you know, in that space is, hey, are you interested? Or are you committed? Because if you're interested, you know, the story that you tell yourself as to why you can't do it always comes up. But if you're committed, you know, there's always a way to make that happen. So I love that there's a there's a lot of inspiration, you know, in that. But, you know, one thing is, you know, it's not always triumphs. You talk about celebrating, which I think is really important, you know, when you do win to make sure that you do pat yourself on the back, you pat your team on the back. I need and make to get sure better you, at that too. Me too. Yeah. We all do. Right. I, I totally do. But how do you, I mean, maybe not how, but talk to me about a failure on the other side of things. Is there any failures that you point to that's like, wow, that really has stuck out, but it's also been a blessing in disguise. Perhaps yeah, it's I mean, led to a greater opportunity or. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no, for future. sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
you know, that kind of takes me back to, there was a period where I was, I was so stuck in the day to day and, and grinding it out and, and wanting to grow the companies. This was the, the single family investments at that time. And, um, the construction company that I, I kind of pushed and pushed and, and, and didn't let the growth happen more organic and had some, uh, growth pains there. So now as I build things, I'm, I'm a little more strategic about it. Still want to grow, obviously, and, and I'm still growing, but more organically versus pushing it. Have you ever noticed that sometimes when you kind of take your ga- your foot off the gas pedal just a little bit, things sort of happen more naturally and maybe even faster? It's like you almost slow down to speed up. I've, I've learned that lesson myself too. Is that what you're describing to us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, there was a time where, where my foot was kind of stuck on the pedal. Um, and it wasn't until I stepped back and, and kind of started reorganizing things and, and, and really thinking about what I was doing, um, on a bigger level versus what I'm doing that day. And then, yeah, things started taking off from there. So realization of purpose, is that what you're kind of getting at here? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, get stuck in that day-to-day grind, like make sure that you, you've got time set up, set aside weekly, daily, however long it needs to be to, to step back for a second, kind of, okay, you know, where are we on our, our quarterly goals and, and, and whatnot. Okay. So now you're getting, you're getting me into traction here, right? Yeah, so let's yeah. talk. So, so is that, uh, you know, obviously you got the book behind you. It's important for me to the entrepreneur operating system, you know, traction just in terms of a philosophy, but also a system that you operate within your business. It's interesting because, you know, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's like 80 to 90% of businesses fail in America. And it's yeah. about, you know, a lack of a system and it's about people being more of a tactician than a manager or an entrepreneur or a leader. And so talk to me about the importance of traction and just implementing that type of system in your business has been. Um, I mean, it's been, it's been massive and, and, you know, we're still, we're still going at it and, and implementing more. Um, you know, I think without having a way to, to track your, your KPIs, um, your key performance indicators, um, and being able to hold others accountable as you continue to grow, you can't do it. <laughs> like the, there, there's no way to get to here when you're down here if you don't do that. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a brief time out from this show, this incredibly mind expanding discussion to speak to the high achievers, the high performers. I wanted to speak to those who have a burning desire to go to the next level and beyond. First of all, I hear you and I see you. When I got started as a real estate entrepreneur, fresh out of my W2 corporate job, I was excited and jubilant to create and design my future. At the same time, my business and life was filled with confusion, filled with fear, doubt, uncertainty, and to be honest with you, sometimes even sleepless nights and hopelessness, even while experiencing what many would have considered substantial success. Ultimately, I mustered up the courage to hire one of the world's top high-performance business coaches to work directly with me on creating strategies, systems, and profound shifts towards accelerating my multifaceted performance and to become an industry leader. After years of investing significant resources into myself and in my business through this process, I'm now paying it forward as a high performance coach to those who feel called to elevate to the extraordinary. Wherever you are right now, you know, deep down that you have it within you to be great. 
If you're someone who's seriously looking to elevate your business, your real estate portfolio, your cash flow, your deal flow, your network, your net worth, your lifestyle, and ultimately your life right now and ongoing for the rest of your life, I have a message for you. Because if that's you, then I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. I have limited coaching spots available to guide people like you who want to substantially close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. These are first come, first serve, and demand high-touch, one-to-one focus from me directly to you. And this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are decisive, committed, and willing to do whatever it takes. It's only for those willing to play full out and invest time, energy, and resources into themselves to achieve greatness in real estate investing and beyond, which is what we're all about on this podcast. This is for those defiantly inspired for transforming as an empowered limitless and unstoppable human being in full control of their and their business's future. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com where you can apply for this life-changing opportunity. We will then schedule a discovery session where we will directly discuss what's working, not working, and how we can work together to accelerate your future. With that said, enjoy the rest of the show. I totally agree. And shout out to Mike Payton, who we had on the podcast, you know, a few months ago, you know, EOS implementer worldwide, but it is about, you know, understanding sort of what are those KPIs and why, you know, what's the vision? Like, what is the overall, like, where do we see ourselves in 10 years? Where do we see ourselves in five years, three years, you know, one year, three months, whatever. And what is that goal? And how are we track? How are we tracking that? How are we chunking that down? And how are we holding people accountable to that? And people can say, hey, you know what? I own this number. You know, when we Mm -hmm. talk about a scorecard or how we operate a level 10 meeting. So I just think there's so much value in opening your mind to that type of system and sharing that with others. Because I don't know about you, but it's it's almost like there's more freedom within that discipline. Have you found that yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, it's the... Look, I've got I've got other businesses I want to I want to start. I, I've got other things that I that I want to do as well. And the only way I'll be able to do that is if I'm implementing something like EOS or EOS. Absolutely. Um, without that, forget it. Um, and you mentioned something in that where, so you can't just set the cape. Hey, th- this is what you're responsible for. You know, report it here. Um, you, your team has got to be involved in that whole process um, and, and really buy into it versus you kind of just pushing it on them. Absolutely. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, especially your leadership team, right? They've got to, yeah. you know, share the creation of that vision. They got to share the creation of those KPIs so that there's a reason, there's rationale behind it. And I, I'm reading a book right now called Influence. And it's uh, it's like the psychology of persuasion, I believe mm-hmm. is the subtitle. I don't know if you've read this book. It's yep. so good. Yeah. But he's like, you know, if, you're, if you've got people that are not in the leadership team and you want them to get on board, use the word because. I'd like you to step up to the plate and do X, Y, and Z because blank. It's like one of these things that really gets people to buy in. It's like, well, he's explaining it to me or she's explaining it to me. And it's amazing the magic that really that word can create in terms of getting people to share a vision with you. Have you found that yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I was just talking about before where, you know, I was so in the day to day and kind of just grinding and going and going and I would, I was building a team, but I was kind of like, okay, I need you to do this. That because was not there. I was just, <laughs> hey, I need you to do this. <laughs> right. Um, you know, once I, I kind of step back a little bit and, and, and the more now I make sure I explain everything and then, and 
that individual knows why they're doing what they're doing versus just doing it. I know. And it's such a, I've, I've gone through that myself. It's like, well, I know why, come on, you got to do it. It's going to yeah. be better for everybody. Just go. But it's important to really take a, a step back and slow down and explain what's the purpose here. What are we actually, what's the outcome? Why is this important for you to do this? Why is this important for the company? So uh, just a valuable practice, but you talked about, you know, you got, to, you got a desire to start some new businesses as well. Um, you know, you've got a purpose and your why is your, your, your children, your wife, your family, I mean, what are you most excited about these days? Oh, man, these days, huh? <laughs> um, Obviously, you got some big goals. You got some like, I mean, literally, you're scaling. I, that to me is yeah. exciting. Um, yeah, continue no, I mean, there, there is for sure. There's, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited that even with everything that's going on um, in the world that I'm still able to grow and, and, and build on my team you know i'm just thinking okay well if this is happening now you know when this economy starts coming back and hopefully this virus is gone and all that stuff um you know we're going to be set up to to really take off absolutely absolutely i love that and these you know times like this always give you the opportunity to build right and to prepare for you know what business and life and everything is cyclical it's seasonal right so it's a matter of what season are you in and what are you preparing for that next turning or that next phase so i love that man and uh you know you you absolutely inspire me you inspire you know many of our listeners here to to step up to the plate and believe something's possible and make it happen. So thank you for that. But uh, George, I want to transition into our rapid fire section, we call it the rare air questionnaire. It's all about being uncommon. It's all about, you know, belief. It's about habits, it's about actions. You know, it's about building a team. It's about communicating because, you know, this is the outcome. <laughs> it's about these things we've talked about today, uh, you know, and beyond. But I want to push us a little bit further here. If you were to point to two or three of the most impactful books that you've read, you know, over the past few years, what would those be and why? past few years um well traction will be one i know we're beating the dead horse at this point but um, <laughs> that's definitely one um and not just traction the whole um bundle of them i don't know if you've read them all but um you know there's rocket fuel uh something with boss i forgot what that one is yeah there's one get a grip yep yep, yep. i haven't uh, read that one but i've heard good things and then um Another good business book I actually read before Traction it had to do with the Rockefeller um, uh, game, game of Business. Oh, Game, game of, business. of Business. Okay. I believe that's what it is. Game, game of, of Business. business. Or, uh, I, I was going to check my Audible, but <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Um, and I can't remember the author's name either, but it, it's, it's pretty good. Um, similar, just another business operating system no mm -hmm. not eos but somewhat similar it, it talks a lot more about um keeping an ongoing scorecard very visible to the whole team mm -hmm. and um so yeah good stuff there uh as far as personal development type book maybe not even so much person well yeah i guess somewhat uh can't hurt me um mm. was really eye-opening and kind of mindset wise i mean every time i i I don't want to do something and I think it might be hard. I kind of just go back to that book and I'm like, okay, well, he did that. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, can I think do I got it. 
Yeah, no, that's amazing. That's huge. And uh, it's important for us to have a resilient mindset and develop the calluses in our mind, right? So uh, thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Uh, aside from our discussion today, George, what is the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? Man, uh, constantly learning, whether it's a book, a podcast, uh, doing a podcast interview, you know, <laughs> I picked up some stuff you said, um, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to to learn and educate myself. I love that. And there's so much humility involved in that is to recognize, hey, I don't know everything. And there's something yeah. that I can learn from everyone. One of my greatest mentors, you know, one of the things that I love so much about him is that I mean, he's he's a master, he's a master at so many different things, but I constantly see him taking notes from other yeah. people who are not nearly as much of a master as he is. And just the humility, the level of humility for him to say, you know what, there's always something for me to learn. There's always something for me to improve is just such an admirable trait. So I, I love that. I, I love that. What's the biggest way that you elevate others around you? You know, I, I want to say by by example, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the things I'm asking you to do myself. Um, you're going to see me doing them. And I, I think there's no greater way than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll take it a step further, just servant leadership. What can I do for you? Is there anything I can do to help you? And, uh, you know, actions certainly speak louder than words. So uh, tell you what, man, your actions today have been phenomenal. We appreciate your wisdom. Appreciate you sharing so much wisdom with Elevate Nation. Is there any parting thoughts or words of wisdom that you would share now? Man, other than, other than I love the name of the podcast. Um, I don't know. I think we've gone over some pretty good stuff. Uh, one thing I didn't mention and I usually do is, is which is probably good because I, I did mention I want to start more businesses and, and we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, focus. Don't, don't, don't forget to focus. A lot of noise out there. Pick that one thing that you're going to conquer. Take it down. Do it. And then if you've got a good system in place and you've got it uh, where you feel comfortable, you know, then go to that next venture. And But yeah, don't, don't forget to focus. If not, you're not going to really succeed in any one thing. Such a valuable comment because I, I know that we all get, you know, sort of, uh, you know, shiny object syndrome. We see something, it's like, oh, let's go. And that's, that's, that's a little bit of the entrepreneurial spirit, which is a beautiful Absolutely. thing. But yeah. if you can't build that system that can't support, you know, your, your initial sort of shiny object, then what's the purpose of going to the next? Cause you're just going to drop everything. So I, I couldn't agree more. That was beautiful, George. Uh, tell the listeners how they can learn more about what you do. If they go to my, my website, Elevate CIG, stands for Commercial Investment Group, so ElevateCIG.com. Uh, we're constantly updating the site. We've got a ton of free content on there. If they want to shoot me an email, they can go ahead and shoot me an email. It's J-O-R-G-E, so George or Jorge, at ElevateCIG.com. I've got uh, quite a few checklists and different forms I can send over for due diligence and several things surrounding multifamily. Excellent. And uh, I've got a note here that you've got a free ebook all about investing in multifamily real estate. Uh, so you can actually download that on elevatecig.com, as well as uh, he's got some other checklists on due diligence and question to ask deal sponsors before investing. So that's beautiful. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes of all that. We'll also put the email address there as well. So you get the direct access to to George there and, and his team. So uh, look forward to that. But uh, man, uh, what an amazing show. I just want to encourage Elevate Nation, re-listen to the show because I don't know about you, but there's a ton of nuggets of wisdom here. And, and if I read a book twice, or if I listen to a podcast twice, it's like, wait a minute, did I seriously listen to this? Because I did not hear that. So take notes. You know, if you need to pause, just make a note on your phone or, you know, 
share a, share a quick text message with your team. I mean, distill the wisdom and put it into action because as I mentioned earlier in the show, knowledge is only potential power. You know, the real power is in taking massive action. So it's about taking that, it's about focusing, it's about, you know, leading your team, it's about leading yourself in so many different ways. So George, I just wanna uh, thank you again for being on the show, my friend. Thank you, man, it's been fun. Absolutely, Elevate Nation, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.